actor watches me. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. They have to do that because of me. They never did that until I got here. Edwin Lee Raymer with you. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody's had a great weekend. Ready to start off Monday. I'm taking it and going it alone tonight. Um, First of all, you know, I want to say a few things that, uh, and when I do this, it, it keeps me on my toes and it makes me think. Uh, I had a lady I just called a while ago, um, one of the heads in the Democrat Party. I don't know really what title she holds. and She doesn't care. She's not there for the title. She's there for the work. But Kathy Watts. And we had a great election uh, back last Thursday, not this past Thursday, election day for our local candidates, and got some good people. And I wanted to thank her, you know, because Democrats hadn't anybody running really that much in the last, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. And, uh, and for giving us quality people to vote for all of you that ran. I've said it before, you know, if you want to make a difference, and you're really fed up with government, and you're fed up with city hall, and you can't fight city hall. Like, go out there and put your name on a ballot. You know, a lot of people have. Mariah Phillips has done it three times. I admire her. I do. Stephen Reynolds was with me last week. He's he, he put his name on a ballot twice for federal office, United States congressman. I admire people that do that. I never will. You know, but thank you, Kathy. Appreciate you. Um, I'm going to do a mishmash of stuff tonight. Of course, <coughs> excuse me, show wouldn't be a show unless you talked about uh, 45, I guess. Um, and I'm going to mention some of that, go to some Alex Jones stuff. I've got a couple things that Jackson's on the board. He was good enough to, to load up for me from YouTube. Everything here is from YouTube. Let me preface that by saying it before we get started. Um, and uh, let me say this too before I forget it we are going to be selling our parents home this week down in Smyrna on Hutchinson Drive uh, we're going to put it at auction and um, it's been kind of a bittersweet time but I wanted to say a lot of you uh, I posted it on Facebook Steve did as well and the response has been just uh, it's just been great and thank you all so many memories have come back uh, that's the first place that I lived here in Tennessee when we moved here. I, I was in my early 20s. Wasn't well, there, but about a year, year and a half. And then my wife and I got married. And um, um, But, man, it's been a good home. Nice four-bedroom brick, well-built home. Built uh, back when Stewart Air Force Base was in its, uh, was in its, in its heyday. Uh, I think 62, 63, somewhere around in there. Don't hold me to that. 
and uh but we're gonna we're gonna let it go we think it's the right move none of our children want the house uh me and my two brothers steve and vaughn we we have our own homes and uh you know it's been it's been a good it's been a good home it really has and a pleasure to know all of you it really is it's a real pleasure place is totally different than it was 42 years ago uh, Jackson here, the young man on the board. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to tell you. I got shoes older than you, you know. <laughs> I do. Could My you brother, give me a discount? <clears throat> well, I wear a 15, so can you? <laughs> I, think, I think my feet are a little bit too small. Okay. I'll I got tell size you what. Twos. Okay. Let's kick this thing off. Yeah, but for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. Ah, and that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. The show is produced in studios. WGNSAM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me tonight with your questions, comments, ideas at 615-893-1450. You can also text a number to that, and our producer, my producer, Mr. Jackson, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. And you can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSRadio.com, at Facebook, and at Facebook, on Facebook, at the Edward Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download w, the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. I was talking to Angela Bingham out in the um, in the parking lot when I got here. She's uh, here back here at 6. She wasn't here last week. I didn't, I didn't ask her. I forgot to ask her about that. And uh, she does a great job doing simplicity. Is that for me? Okay, I think we've got a caller on the line. Caller, please go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Mr. Raymer, how you doing? Hey, Jeff, listen, I got your message. Thank you. Tell oh, me what's going No, no problem. I swear, 45, I'd take all night talking about 45. <laughs> we got a ball game Thursday night. Thank you. Thank well, you. Get in, sit down. I think I can it's, fill in that. I've got enough material here. Jackson's up. Uh, Jackson's loaded up enough for me right now. I can we'll go be, for a we, while. You'll be, you be there at six a.m. Come on, you'll be there. I'll do it. Forty-five. You know the you know the day's anniversary. Truman Truman in the World War Two. Japan surrendered. Do you know that? I did not know that. No. That's, uh, he, he, he announced Japan had surrendered and ended the uh, end of World War Two's anniversary. Of the is that time. right? I'd forgot. Uh, I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten all about that date. Yeah, yeah, yeah important date in I, history. But uh, but, uh, but no, I, I just wanted to. I, I just wanted to uh, to to uh, to to, uh, to, uh, to talk talk about that a little bit. I know, like I said, the elections were were pretty big. But I was going to tell you what happened down there in Kansas. They've got a state senate. It's about four hundred votes, and she wants a recount and then the, the abortion. Uh, uh, referendum. They want to recount that, so they're going to be recounting for a while, I guess. And, and it'll be one of now, the, where's this at? Where's in this? Kansas, you know, they had the. They had oh, the, uh, oh okay. Well, they can they wait. The they had the referendum about the abortions. Right, so they, yeah. They're, they're going to keep the rights and things. Well, they're going to recount them at it. Somebody sue and they want to go back and recount. They're going to do it by hand. Now. Well, they can and, recount all they want, but I got news for them. It's 60 40 split. Uh, you're right, wasting no, well, they, your they, time. They're going to do, do it by hand now. So, hold oh, how long will they going to count it? They'll do it one, oh, two, well. three, four to count it by hand. So, 
It might take them six months. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. Of the ladies I have talked with about this, you better not mess with these gals. Don't push them. Because, no, uh, I know. I understand. No, and I understand, and I respect their position. Um, I mean, we've got gals. Let me tell you this on both sides of the aisle that are pretty they're pretty peeved over this thing, really. Yeah, oh, I agree. And we're talking about Roe, Roe versus Wade. And, um, frankly, it, 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 it's some other things that uh, even Clarence Thomas has brought up, which is really strange. I mean, they're talking about laws now that would be rescinded about interracial marriage. And no, I know. Contraception, and I, 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 you know, folks, that has been settled. This is 2022. Okay? No, I know. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm, now, I'm sure you saw where the city sold that land for that amphitheater and everything. So right. Now, that's that. out. That is out by uh, the, uh, when me and you were talking about that the other day, out by the new fire hall out there on yeah, Medical that, Center. Yeah, that's on Medical Center out there. That, but they, right. they, sold the, they sold the land to the people going to develop that close to three and a half. Three and a half million was in the paper today. Three and a half million they sold it. So three and a half million, that's all? I figured it had yeah. got a lot more than that. Yeah, we had to, it, was, it was close to each other. See, they sold it to them, so, and they okay. approved the approved right. for project. So I guess they said it'd be about two years, that'd be finished. So before get it done. I, and I did note it. I, I think we might have talked. The city is suing BFI, I yeah, believe. Yeah, the BFI and Republic Services. And Republic Services. Both of them. Both of them. But I just wanted to holler at you on that, and I said, I hope you have a good one, and I'll talk to you soon. See you. Jeff, thank you very much. Have a good week. I'll be talking to you later on in the week. Jeff Neal, supporter of our broadcast, and I really appreciate him. I really do. Uh, Jackson, I'll tell you what. Let's go to our first series of breaks, and we'll get this show started when we get back. We've got some things that Jackson's been good enough to load up for us. And you're listening to me, the Heavenly Raymer Show, right here on WGNS. Back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. 
Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, and we are back. Thank you, Jackson. All right, Um, I want to play you something. Uh, As you know, a week or so ago, uh, before this crazy week of news we've had, Alex Jones in the news. Folks, I want to say something to you, and Jackson knows I'm telling the truth. Uh, This freedom of speech thing, uh, some people take that a little far, okay? Uh, I try very much uh, to, to watch what I say here, especially when it comes to foul language. We, you know, and I hope I never play any of these clips. We we try to write it out. We've got one tonight where I've told, I've, I've highlighted in red that Jackson and he needs to to hit the mute button for just a few seconds on it because the guy in it uses a, a foul word or two. Um, and we 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 frown on that here at the station. I'm proud to say. Um, but you know, I can't come on here and just say anything I want. You know. It's like what is what the classic is, you know, so you can't walk into a crowded theater and you'll fire. You can't do that. Um it's you know, I can't believe and people say, "Oh well, it's for entertainment. It's just entertainment." Fox News, for example, ladies and gentlemen, Fox News was never about news. Excuse me. It was about propaganda. Now, that's a fact. And some of you may be Fox News followers and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram and that whole bunch. I've seen them. I keep my eye on them. But you cannot go out and just say anything. I tell people all the time when they ask, how did this thing of yours get started? I tell them, well, first of all, I am not Howard Stern. I never wanted to be Howard Stern. Howard Stern is a is. Don't get me wrong. He's a fantastic man for radio. He changed radio. There's no doubt about it. But you know, what I saw Howard Stern do for years was go on the air and start talking about women's body parts. That was it. That was all of it. You know, and. That that's fine. He's been very successful at it. He's a billionaire, I'm sure. I mean, he, he uh, you know, uh, the Syria, the uh, XM radio or whatever it is he's on, it made him richer than he was, even in, in spite of his fights with the FCC when he was on regular air radio like like we are on here, where there's certain things I can't say. One, Bart and Scott Walker would come here and wrap my knuckles, and two, the FCC might come after them. And we don't need that. That's trouble we just don't need. I want to play you a clip from CNN. Jackson's been good enough to load up for me. 
and this was sent out to followers after their jury's decision. They took a made a decision to hit him with a forty-five million dollar fine, or a, I'm sorry, a, a judgment, not a fine. It's a judgment to the family of some of the Sandy Hook people where he went on there and said Sandy Hook uh, really didn't happen. Uh, I won't even get into that. Jackson, if you would, will you go ahead and play that? We're going to play this for just a few minutes. Stay, stand, stay with us. Take a listen to this. $4.1 million. That is how much conspiracy theorist Alex Jones will have to pay for his lies. A jury awarding that sum to the parents of six-year-old Jesse Lewis, who was killed at Sandy Hook Elementary School nearly 10 years ago. Following the judgment, Jones took to the airwaves and said this. I admitted I made a mistake. I admitted that I followed disinformation, but not on purpose. I apologized to the families. And the jury understood that. What I did to those families was wrong, but I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you can say he didn't do it on purpose, but this no. may be just the start of Jones' little, legal too, trouble. Little too late, isn't it? lawyer say, uh, is saying that the January 6th committee has actually asked for Jones's phone records, which includes text messages revealed during this trial. Joining us now is CNN national correspondent Erica Hill and CNN senior media reporter Oliver Darcy. All right, let's start first, Erica, with this trial. $4.1 million. They'd asked for $150 million, but this is just one family. And this may not be the end of it because there may be other damages awarded. There could be. So these were the compensatory damages um, that were awarded yesterday. The attorney for the plaintiffs, uh, tell, actually telling Oliver that he was thrilled with the decision that, that Scarlett Lewis and Neil Heslin were thrilled with the decision here and that they did note, right, there are other defamation lawsuits pending, as you just pointed out, the punitive damages, that part of the trial will be decided and will start rather today. So there could be more damages coming in just this trial alone. Um, but you bring up an interesting point when you talk about other families, because there are other cases pending. And this is a point that one of our legal analysts, Paul Callan, made last night was that the jury may have taken into account that there are other defamation cases pending and that perhaps they are thinking about the other families who may potentially be compensated. Mm. And that may have figured into how they came up with this number. So potentially four million times 20 as much as that. I think you get the gist of that. I'm going to cut that off at that. Folks, I would hate to think I would have thrown this station into jeopardy like that. Bart, if you're listening, or Scott, Brian, Brian Barrett, our operations manager here, or even Jackson who's on board, that's one thing you're not going to have to worry about with me. <laughs> I'm not that well-known anyway, you know, and... Uh, and that that was the 4.1 million. I'm sorry, it had been a, a few days since I down since I, I loaded this up. He was later hit with 45 million dollars. Which now will that ever be paid or not? By the time he files bankruptcy and moves some of his money around, who knows? But um, you know, as far as as I could tell, he was still going ahead with his his broadcast and still going there, and people are still following. You know, um, I don't want followers like that. Over over radical things like that. Okay, now let's get to the Republican, the conservative versus the the Democrat thing. Okay, I've recently started following a group called the Midas Touch. 
on YouTube. You can look them up. Now, Jackson has put up a, uh, it's titled, A Former Conservative Issues Urgent Message to Young Conservatives. Um, this is a former conservative Republican, James Killen, a.k.a. TikTok's duck, dad of three, deconstructs conservative ideology in his urgent message to young conservatives. Now, I want you all to listen to this, and we're going to play the whole thing, okay? Jackson, if you would, go ahead and play this, please. If you're a young conservative, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and listen to me. Don't brush me off. Don't get triggered and ignore me. Because 20 years ago, I was you. I was convinced the United States was being taken over by radicals, leftists, communists, and I couldn't see the force for the trees. I spent years of my life advocating for privatization, to get the government out of the way of the free market, promoting the rugged individualism that professed you know, I'm more successful because I worked hard and, and I made better choices. What I realize now and what I hope you realize long before I did is the fight you think you're fighting is manufactured. It isn't real. You've been fed lies about our nation's history, our fiscal and monetary system, our education system, and our economic system. That's the reason why people on the left don't make any sense to you. It's because you aren't arguing with the same foundation of facts. You have been indoctrinated to believe America is something that it isn't. America is not ordained by God, it's not infallible, and it's not the country that every other country emulates. And no one's trying to destroy the United States either. The global economic ramifications alone make it an imperative that the United States is successful. Even on the world stage, countries like China and Iran need the United States economy. No one is trying to turn you into a subject of the United States government or the United Nations for that matter either. All of that is complete BS. The United States government, it's comprised of people just like us, from mail carriers to FBI agents, military, police, firefighters, teachers, a majority of our elected officials all the way to the top levels of administrations like the VA, Social Security Administration, and the Department of Education. All normal, everyday folks like me and you. Yes, some of them are more corrupt than others, but they're human. But they're literally, they're us. And I don't know about you, but in my experience as a civilian executive, as a military officer, as an individual who worked directly with cabinet secretaries and their staffs, and now as a small business owner, 99% of folks are less interested in trying to control the world than they are trying to keep their kids out of jail and away from heroin and meth. American conservatism is grounded in fear. And while you may fit one or all of these, they are the defining hallmarks of American conservatism. The fear that the Social Security that, that you've paid into isn't going to be there when you get older. The fear that the country that you've been told your entire life is the greatest country in the world actually has things that it needs to change or adapt so that we can grow and meet this century's challenges. The fear there's some global conspiracy trying to subjugate the American people or the education system is somehow indoctrinating your children to become radical socialists. And for some, it's the fear, conscious or subconscious, that the culture you're used to, the heterosexual Anglo-Saxon Christian culture, is being pushed to the side in favor of multiculturalism. And for some others, yes, it's a fear of the coming white minority in the United States. 
that fear inside you when you look at your bank or your retirement account or you think about your kids growing up in America that doesn't look like the one you grew up in, that has nothing to do with Democrats, minorities, immigrants, the LGBTQ plus community, or any other sociological factor. You've been told your entire life that everyone is an individual and that you alone are responsible for your success in life and, and that taking handouts from the government makes you a bad person or worse yet, it makes you weak or incapable or that pride you feel because you have a better health insurance plan than someone else. You know, those ideas are just wrong. The narrative you've been fed your whole life is just that. It's a narrative and it isn't true. Despite what charlatans like Glenn Beck and Hannity and Shapiro and Levin have told you for years, if not decades, you aren't in competition with your neighbor for scarce resources. If we're going to continue to thrive as a country, hell, as a species, we need to start working together and throw out this whole rugged individualism that might have been a badge of honor in 1815, but today it just looks selfish and unnecessary. And I'm not saying anything other than we need to work together, so don't strawman my words here. But seriously, think about it. Think about what this narrative has you believing. You'll, you'll eventually start to see how the titans of the early 20th century have us trained as laborers. Like why our school system is so bent on perfect attendance. Because that translates to a good worker. Why are we taught to never quit something that we don't like? Because as adults, we're conditioned to accept the fact that we're unhappy and get up and go to work anyway. Why do we want to keep the minimum wage low? Because it makes us feel good to say we earn $20 or $30 or more an hour. Ignoring that your CEO makes 350 times that. But at least you don't make minimum wage, right? You know, I used to rail against minimum wage, saying it meant minimum skill and people should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps and learn to make themselves more marketable to employers. Employers don't want minimum wage to rise because that cuts into their golden parachute. If minimum wage had kept up with worker productivity, minimum wage would be $27 an hour right now. Today in 2022, $27 an hour is a great job by all standards. But if you make $27 an hour today and we had kept up, you'd be making closer to 100. Your fight isn't about guns. It isn't about protecting the United States from communism or socialism. It isn't about preventing the LGBTQ community from sexualizing your children. And it isn't about an invasion of immigrants from our southern border. It's about power, and you aren't the one pulling the strings of power, primarily because you're too busy trying to get your kid to ball practice. You're cannon fodder for the folks who buy politicians and corrupt our system for their own personal gain. If you started a business and you were successful and you took care of your people who worked for you and you crushed it, you're amazing and I absolutely admire you. If you started a business, crushed your competition, squeezed out every competitor, and now account for almost 50% of the market and claim a net worth greater than the GDP of several countries on Earth? Eh, you're definitely on my list of horrible human beings. 60 years ago, the average CEO made 20 times what the lowest paid full-time worker made in the company. Today, it's 350 times. And before you think I'm demonizing the wealthy, I'm not. I'm demonizing the folks who created this system in the United States. The Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the J.P. Morgans, and the corrupt politicians who are all too eager to get theirs, knowing full well the rest of America is suffering under an unsustainable economic system. You've been lied to. You've been lied to your entire life, just like I was. Do Americans need to be productive? Yes, absolutely. We need to ensure our society has what it needs and there is absolutely no possible way to ensure every American can live stress-free and in the lap of luxury. Are there gonna be people who benefit more than others? Yes, absolutely. That's just the way it works. But should we have folks going bankrupt because their kid needs a bone marrow transplant? 
No. Should folks be sleeping under an overpass because they made a series of bad life decisions that only lend themselves to more bad life decisions? No, absolutely not. Should a single mom work in two jobs or three jobs like mine did in order to make sure her kids at least had ketchup sandwiches when they got home from school? No. Now let me flip that around. Should an oil company's sole purpose be to generate a profit for shareholders at the expense of every other American? No, absolutely not. Should a CEO who invented a new product or technology benefit from such a breakthrough? 100%, absolutely. But should that benefit be accumulating more wealth than can be consumed in 10 lifetimes? It's ludicrous. Should a company be allowed to funnel obscene amounts of profit to politicians in order to ensure their interests are placed above the interest of the rest of the country? Hey, you fluff out here with that nonsense. Now, I hate to burst your bubble, conservatives, but you're fighting against your own best interest and the best interest of 320 million Americans in order to protect the accumulated wealth of a few million Americans who not only don't give two shits about you, they're going to be fine whether you prosper or not. Now let that sink in the next time you enter a voting booth and think you're saving America from the commies. Because you're not. Matter of fact, all you're doing is allowing billionaires and corrupt politicians to piss on your head and try to convince you it's raining. I'm James Killen, deconstructing my conservatism for Midas Touch. Like, subscribe, and click that notification bell for more unapologetically pro-democracy content. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for that. I forgot that was in there. I did not give Jackson a, a pause button on that, and that is my fault. I I apologize. Um, as I said earlier, we try to you know I try to and, and I go over these things. Uh, the others I have them right here. I've highlighted in red where I want him to hit the 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 the, the quiet button, the mute button, whatever you want to call it. I I apologize. Now, let me get back to what this fellow said. Okay. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we are going to be selling um, our parents' home this week. We, we we hope to sell it. We hope we can. We may not. We may get out and nobody shows up. You know, you never know at an auction. You don't know what you're going to get. If my memory serves me correctly, our parents paid in 1980 $46,000 for that house. Now, and of course, Nissan was not here. This It was a whole different world back then, okay? Um, you can go back. Bill Wilson gets you some pictures of the place back in 1980, if you can find them, and, and he'll show you this place is totally turned around, you know. Now, this house will probably go, and, and our real estate people have, have said it would maybe go for as much as Three three hundred twenty thousand to three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, maybe. Are me and my brothers three geniuses because of that? No, no. Time has done that. The economy has done that. It's nothing that we've done. We've done very little on that house, to be honest with you. If we just tell, I mean. Over the year, I think we redid Mom and Dad's bedroom once, and we put in a had to put in and replace a windy unit, air conditioning unit. I think maybe a couple of times. Other than that, that's been about it. It's no, you know, uh, it's 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 nothing I've done that's um, astounding or 
earth shaking or any of that. Time did that. We didn't do anything there. I mean, you know, are we going to take the money? Sure, we we will. And we'll set some aside to pay some other bills that we still have that are ongoing. But it's not because we're three geniuses. <laughs> as far as me, far from it, <laughs> okay? That's not the fact at all. And how successful I've been. You know, I, you know, you, you, I don't. Don't even start with it, you know? Average income of many CEOs, 350 times higher than their average employee, some of them. You ever stop and think about that? We're going to take, Jackson, let's take a couple breaks. When we come back, I've got some other good stuff for you you're going to like. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. We're back. Yes. Now, I'm going to have uh, Jackson play something else for you here. You know, uh, Jeff called in earlier, and we're talking about the Roe Ro v. Wade decision that Alito <coughs> excuse me, handed down, uh, wrote the opinion on, and the reversal of it. It's starting now, and I noticed some news reports yesterday, and I'm not going to get too far into this. Where this is starting to affect other areas of medical, of medicine, period. Decisions that must be made. Cancer research, things of that nature. Uh, as I said, everything I have is, is downloaded from YouTube. And this is from um, YouTube. This is CPAC gives far-right Hungarian leader a standing ovation. Now... What this is, uh, this was done August 4th, 2022. Hungary's authoritarian, 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 I'm sorry, I can't even start at all. Prime Minister was met with a warm welcome from conservatives at Dallas, Texas, weeks after giving a speech in which he opposed mixed race, mixed race societies. MSNBC political analyst Peter Beinart tells MSNBC's Zerlina Maxwell that the fact 
Victor Orban was given such a prominent speaking role at CPAC, says that the Republican Party is, quote, less conservative than it is just white Christian nationalist. I want you to listen to this. I'll be back with you on the other side. Okay. Hey, a room full of Republicans gave Hungary's authoritarian leader, Viktor Orban, a standing ovation for saying this. Family ties shall be based on marriage or the relationship between parents and children. To sum up, the mother is a woman, the father is a man, and leave our kids alone. Full stop, end of discussion. Conservatives welcome Viktor Orban's racist, anti-immigrant, and anti-LGBTQ rhetoric with open arms at CPAC in Dallas, Texas, where he kicked off the conservative conference, giving a 30-minute speech titled, How We Fight. Orban has become a familiar face to conservatives and Fox News viewers ever since Tucker Carlson traveled all the way to Hungary to interview the Hungarian prime minister and to help spread his ultra-nationalist views. Orban's speech at CPAC comes nearly two weeks after saying, quote, This is why we have always fought. We are willing to mix with one another, but we do not want to become peoples of mixed race. And that speech led one of Orban's closest advisors to write that this speech was, quote, pure Nazi, adding, quote, I don't know how you didn't notice that your speech you delivered is purely Nazi diatribe worthy of Joseph Goebbels. Just days later, Donald Trump welcomed Viktor Orban to his New Jersey golf course, calling him a friend. Joining us now is Peter Beinart, professor of journalism and political science at the City University of New York. He's also an MSNBC political analyst. So Peter, Ruth Benyad, expert on strong men, uh, writes, quote, Orban's embrace of ethno-nationalism, hungry for the Hungarians, anti-Semitism anchored in his obsession with destroying his former friend George Soros, and defense of Christendom and white European heritage have made him a beacon of the far right, and Budapest into a hub for a new generation of extremists. So have his, quote, pro-family and anti-LGBTQ plus policies. And back in 2018, he banned gender studies from higher education and in 2020 ended the legal recognition of transgender and intersex people. And today, Viktor Orban said this. Progressive liberals didn't want me to be here because they knew what I would tell you because I'm here to tell you that we should unite our forces. So where are we right now in the Republican Party? What does it say that they are willing to align themselves with Viktor Orban and this rhetoric? And what does it say about the state of the party um, in 2022 post-insurrection? It says that the party is less conservative than it is just white Christian nationalist. It's interesting. This is the Conservative Political Action Committee. There are other conservative leaders around the world. South Korea is a more important country than Hungary. They just elected a very conservative government, pro-business, small taxes, hawkish. They could, these guys could have thought of inviting Volodymyr Zelensky, right? I mean, you talk about someone who embodies supposed conservative values, defending your country, defending its sovereignty. No, they went to, to the leader of Hungary, not that important a country. Why? Because Orban represents white Christian nationalist values. The values are 
if you are not white and Christian, we will keep you out of our country. And if you do happen to be in our country, you will be legally subordinate, just as you will be if you're a woman or if you're LGBTQ. That is the vision that the CPAC and much of the Republican Party wants in the United States. One of the things I don't necessarily understand, Peter, is how the relationship is beneficial to Viktor Orban within his country. Like, why is he palling around with media figures on the conservative right? It, does that boost his uh, influence within his own country? Well, look, Orban is, is, I think that Hungary is the 17th largest economy just in Europe. Right. Or Hungary is not a very powerful country. So I think what this gives Orban is the ability to feel like he's a global leader who's shaping things in the United States, the most powerful country in the world. Uh, and remember, there is not a free political system in Hungary now. He has done to the Hungarian political system what Donald Trump is trying to do to the American political system. So whether what he's doing is particularly popular in Hungary or not, he doesn't have to worry about it all that much because he's rigged the rules of the game, just like so many Republicans are trying to do here. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate that. What do you say now? How you like him? What do you think? By the way, I wanted to let you know, um, in North Korea, is it Kim Jong, Kim Jong-un or whatever his name is? I heard Newt Gingrich say this, a Republican, by the way. This was years, this was several years ago. Over the last generation, the height of of the average North Korean, which they're they're not they're not huge people anyway. They're small people, as a general rule. But the average height of the average North Korean has shrunk four inches. Shrunk four inches. Now, folks, I'm not saying that everybody has to run around here being as big as Ed Raymer. Okay, I understand that. But that man has starved his people to death. This is what you're getting into with these type people. They'll say, oh, no, we wouldn't. No, we couldn't do that. No, we won't do that. No, ain't no way. No, that'll never happen. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Ladies, you talk about this um, Roe v. Wade. Members of the court, Clarence Thomas for one in particular, has said They're just getting started. As Jeff and I were talking, I believe, at the beginning of this broadcast, wanting to limit contraception or do away with it altogether. And as far as LBGTQ rights, forget that. You probably won't have any. You know, if, if the Republican Party had anything to do with you, you wouldn't have any rights anyway. And ladies, let me tell you something. If you think there's not some old man out there that would take away your right to vote right now, you better think again. I've hey, I've been around this planet a while. I've seen them. I know them. Okay, I'm telling you, they would take away your right to vote. They don't really like you. They don't really like you having anything to say anyway. Is that for us? Okay. 
Let me tell you something. You better get involved. We've seen, uh, you know, Kansas, the women out there stood up 60 to 40%. They want to keep their right to abortion. They want it. That's an overwhelming. And by the way, Kansas is a red state. It is overwhelmingly Republican. Overwhelmingly Republican. Okay. I'm telling you, better watch what you better watch what's going on. Better watch it. I'm telling you, better keep an eye on those people. Thank you, Eric Corral. I appreciate you. Don Owen, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Carol Ann Elmore. Carol, thank you. I appreciate your comment. I really do. Thank you so much. <clears throat> yes, and selling our parents' house is, uh, it's been a mishmash of a show tonight, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. But, and yes, selling our parents' house is, uh, it's uh, a bit of a, a, of a challenging, uh, challenging thing, but it is, uh, you know, uh, something that we need to do, and we will do it. I don't know how I got off on that. But anyway, just to give you an idea, folks, I, I would not want to be part of the Republican Party today. And I know Rutherford County is, is totally majority. I'm sure it's probably, they'd lead you to believe there's 70 or 80% Republican. That's not really the fact. It's not the fact. Look at our last election. You've got some Democrats and some independents who took offices a week ago Thursday, okay? All right. Jackson, let's go to our last sec- series of breaks here, and we'll be back, and we're going to finish this thing up. Evan Lee Raymer with you, the Evan Lee Raymer Show. Ed Raymer here, and we'll be back right after this. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrow.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's 
Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, and we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Thanks to all our sponsors, as as always. Thank you all very much. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you. I'm going to run you something here. As you know, Liz Cheney has come under a lot of fire uh, in the Republican Party, okay? And uh, because she's on the January 6th uh, committee and what have you, she's got a lady out there that's running against her. She's up for... Um, for, she's being primaried, and of course, Trump's backing the, her opponent, of course, naturally. And I've said all along this, though. Let me tell you something. Liz Cheney is a fine woman in my book. I know we would probably never agree politically. That's okay. But I'll tell you one thing. Her dad is former Vice President Dick, Dick Cheney. Folks, I want you to listen to this, because I wouldn't want to mess with that fellow. Because Liz, regardless of who you are, where you are, whatever you are, we've all been parents, a lot of not all of us, but a lot of us have. And Liz is his little girl. Play this, Jackson. Play. I want you to listen to this. This is from Morning Joe. We'll be with you right here in a minute. Okay. And the question of January 6th and the attack is Yeah, this on the is from Morning well, Joe. With her primary election less and, than two uh, weeks away, Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney of Wyoming is out with a new political ad featuring her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney. Take a look. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. I'm Liz Cheney and I approve this message. Wow. Make a pretty extraordinary oh. ad there. Uh, Liz Cheney has a big uphill climb ahead of her. Doesn't care. She's standing there in the breach, leading the January 6th committee and saying this is much more important than winning an election. Maybe I'll lose and I'll take that deal. Um, but she's tra- All right. That's her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney. 
Now, I want you to watch something. Or watch, I'm sorry. Well, some of you are on Facebook Live. Don't give me. That's fine. Um, but I want you to listen to. Uh, uh, we're about out of time here. We're into our last few minutes here. I run this for about six or seven minutes. This is about nine minutes, 20 seconds. I want you to watch the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, let's see. No, I want you to go, go to the one from August the 9th. August the 9th. Very important. Okay, and I want you to start this, Jackson, at 145. About, you know. I want you to listen to this. If this is one I think. Go ahead. It's pure Donald Trump. Well, nothing happened today. Donald Trump broke the news last night about the FBI raid on his Florida home in the desperate hope that it would provoke coast-to-coast outrage by Trump supporters, a national uprising by Trump supporters, but nothing happened. There was no uprising. On social media last night, one empty-headed Trump supporter got a lot of attention with a tweet to his 1.9 million followers on Twitter saying, tomorrow is war, sleep well. They are still sleeping. The 1.9 million Twitter followers who may have seen that tweet slept very, very well. And none of them, not one of them, went to war today, including the guy who wrote the tweet. (laughs) Outside Donald Trump's home in Florida, there were more members of the news media today than Trump supporters. A couple of dozen Trump supporters (laughs) showed up throughout the course of the day. None of them were ready for war, but they did enjoy talking on TV. Yeah, well, we came out to support Trump. I mean, we think it's awful what happened yesterday. We think it's an abuse of power. An abuse of power? That guy's not going to war for Donald Trump. Justin's not going to war for Donald Trump. Hold a flag for a while. That's about it. The Washington Post interviewed Trump supporters outside of Mar-a-Lago today. And they found one woman who traveled all of five miles from her home to wave an American flag near Donald Trump's home. Remember now, here is some numerical perspective to what you're seeing on that little bridge near Mar-a-Lago. There are 5.6 million Trump voters just in the state of Florida. Millions of them live within an hour's drive of Mar-a-Lago. And all of them, virtually all of them, stayed home today. Did nothing. 5.6 million Trump voters in Florida did absolutely nothing after Donald Trump's home was searched by FBI agents in plain clothes yesterday who obtained the search warrant from a Florida federal judge. America was not torn apart by that search warrant, as right-wing social media would want you to believe and as the Fox propaganda channel would want you to believe, there is no outrage. There is no uprising. If you take the TV cameras away, there will be zero Trump supporters outside of Mar-a-Lago. That's exactly right. 74 million Trump voters today did absolutely nothing in response to the FBI search of Donald Trump's home. 74 million Trump voters in this country, and they did nothing.
Social media and the news media will continue to distort the public reaction to the federal investigation of Donald Trump by amplifying wildly tweets from people who don't mean a single word they say and by sticking microphones and cameras All in right. their faces. Thank you, Jackson. I appreciate it. No uprising. No more violence. No hurry to get there. <laughs> People, I want to say this to you. If you're listening and you're a, a Trumper, I've watched Jordan Klepper with uh, the the Daily Show. I believe it is with Trevor Noah. He's the guy that goes out and goes to the rallies where some of you people show up. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I hate to tell you this, but uh, you're making fools of yourself. I've got one piece of tape that I'm going to be calling a friend about with some information that has on the usage of symbols. And she has no idea of what she's talking about. You know, my dad always said once, there's nothing that's more ignorant than a man trying to explain something he doesn't know anything about. I don't run this board here, this con, this console, because Jackson runs it. That's his job. He does that and he does very well at it. Oh, he hits a bump and a hump every now and then. But if you had to put up with me, talk to my wife. He'd, that's going to happen if you put up with Ed Reimer. But, you know, I don't do that. I don't know what makes this station work. I have no idea. There's a transmitter down here behind McDonald's. I don't know how that works. Magic. Magic. Okay, magic. Well, Siegfried and Roy, there you are. <laughs> David Copperfield, those guys are real. Folks, I want to tell you something. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a week for us. I wish you all nothing but the very best. Um, thank you, Jackson, for your help tonight. Thank you for your calls. Thank you for, for listening always. Thank you to our sponsors. Bill's out there with his guest, and he's going to be getting in here in just a minute. And you know what? I'll be back next Sunday at 8 o'clock. Good Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise. Till then, have a good week. I'll catch you down the road. Good night. Envy Podcasters. Be one. This is Soundbites, and I'm Alan Davidson. You listen to podcasts. You love podcasts. And you say, someday I'll start my own podcast. Well, someday is today, thanks to the free Guide to Podcasters put together by iZone Media and Gallus.fm. Here are all the basics you need to know. How to select a topic and the gear you'll need. How to write your outline. How to select and interview guests. 
how to target your material to the audience, and how to build an online community that'll take your podcast from passive to active. You'll find valuable pointers on what to do when things don't go according to plan. Solid recommendations, useful checklists, and valuable links keep you on track every step of the way. And before you even know it, you'll be part of an exciting, fast-growing field. Get it at guide.gallus.fm. With Soundbites, I'm Alan Davidson for CBS News. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely Report. To help parents protect their teens, Snapchat has